my coconuts. You can put them in your mouth. Right now, right now, right now, right now. My coconuts. Watch them bounce up and down. Bounce up and down, bounce up and down. Welcome to this week's Sunday's Come Down. Uh, I'm Estevan and I'm Ricardo. And this is our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Hey y'all, we're back for another week and we're very excited to talk about a subject that is, um, you know, very sensitive and personal for it's everybody. Important. It's bold. It's something critical to one's mind, healthy mindset. I think we are all trying to be in a positive mindset going forward after what we've all been through yeah so we've decided to talk about the subject of body image and you know our journeys along this life as gay guys um you know being being gay guys um body image is something that is very defining i can only think of body yaddy 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 like i don't even know the song fully but that's what comes to my mind with this week's topic um body- i mean that's a great example of how maybe just two decades ago body image or or, or like a desirable body image was maybe very wafer thin very model-esque and now it's like BBLs, big booty loving, like, um, and that's humps, what my humps, my humps, my humps. That's what's the tea today. All I want is lumps, all my lovely lady lumps, for sure. Check it out. <laughs> um, no, for sure. Body images, I think, a, a topic specifically. I, I think it's just it's a very general topic for straight people, gay people, women, men. Everybody has everybody. to deal with it. I think it's a remote, like a very relatable topic that I hope. You people can relate to you people at one point or another. Not me, because I can't. No, just kidding. But just in general, um, and so we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, yeah. So um, you know, I think what's important at this point to talk about is just like what's been your your personal body image journey. You know, like how, you what have you what have you had to struggle with? Uh, relating to your body, the perception of it, how you present yourself, how others perceive you. Do you have a positive or negative body image? I think that's what we should start with right now. Well, I'm riddled with insecurities, obviously. Oh, um, come on, confidence. <laughs> um, but at least now I can talk about it openly. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of been the journey. It's just like... I mean, you know, now that we're in our 30s and we talk to other people who are in our age bracket at this point, you know, you start to realize that people care less and less about what others what others think and what others might say. And, and you, you define less and less your life uh, based on other people's opinions or whatever it might be about you. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like the beauty of being at this point in time and being this age where you've mature enough and you've lived enough to say like, ah, oh, fuck it, like what other people think, you know, and I'm gonna go out there and be live my best life and uh, not be embarrassed or ashamed about yeah. whatever people might think about me, my body, my face, my skin, my hair, my legs, my ass, my fat, my whatever. That list is really long. <laughs> um, well, I, I 
I only, well, my age bracket for starters is 19 to 21. So, no, just kidding. So, <laughs> I talk to only 19 to 21 year olds. Just kidding. Um, Problematic. Red flag. <laughs> uh, no, 100%. I think that if you would have asked me that question when I was in my 20s, I think I would automatically be positive just because. Uh, in my 20s, you're trying to front something that maybe, I, at least specifically for me, I was trying to front something that I wasn't. And although, yes, I wanted to front someone with confidence and exude this confidence and self-esteem about what I looked like and who I was, it wasn't, I did not know the details about who I was to build that confidence in mm -hmm. myself now that i'm a little bit i'm older i'm 34 i'm not trying to call anyone old but I'm, we're older and we've learned a bunch of shit i think we've lived through a bunch of shit um we've been to a bunch of gay pool parties i remember you were the first person who took me to um my first underwear party at some at, at a club <laughs> here in San Diego. i do not remember this but okay i do remember and I, like, how old were we I mean, I we were both obviously 21 because I, I never had a fake ID, but I think I was 21. You might have been 22 because yeah. you're just a year older than me. But right. I remember we went to spin. Um, I remember we had to literally strip down and I felt so insecure, 100% <laughs> insecure. I mean, I didn't feel like confident, but I also didn't feel like so bad about myself, but I think that was one of the moments where I was like, holy shit, everyone is ripped in the gay community. Like, I was looking around like, holy fuck, like, maybe I should put, like, my t-shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, um, but yeah. Very that. Very that. And so, um, I haven't gone to an underwear party ever since. I've gone to a lot of more extracurricular activity parties <laughs> that, um, I definitely feel more confident about, but... Where the body images might be a little blurred. Oh, they were a little blurred. I was seeing double <laughs> twins at one point, but um, but yeah. So was... like, I mean, you know, speaking about that, like, what's been maybe like your journey along the years, like being, you know, like developing, coming into your, you know, teenage years, and when you start to kind of like My realize head. that there is like a worth to. The way you look and stuff. I'm worth two pesos. Two pesos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, so, you know, it's interesting to just kind of answer that question, but I wasn't really aware of looks up until maybe high school. Um, I was definitely attracted to boys and I could tell the differences between a cute boy and a, and a and like not a cute boy in my in my perspective uh early as fucking like elementary school but for me specifically where i knew that i kind of had to like present myself as a body image or something i needed to look a certain way was i think high school um I think it was like maybe junior years. I think high school was definitely a defining moment where I started using hair gel. I started um, maybe even buying specific brands to project an image of who I was in society or what, like what I was or whether I was more masculine or feminine. Um, I remember I going to high school and I never took PE so I, I took PE maybe for like two days and they made me go into like a locker room with a bunch of men kids boys mm -hmm. but I mean I had PE in middle school too but it was still not like as 
graphic in my mind or as vivid that memory as it was when it's when I was in high school because you have like boys looking like almost like men. They had full bushes, they had like big legs, they were tall, they had beards, they looked more like men. And I think that was a moment when I went into that locker room and I was like, holy shit, like there's there's some attractive boys here. Is that what I'm supposed to look like? And I was not looking like that. I was lanky, skinny, fucking Crazy ass hair with like one of those <laughs> Mexican like teenage Mustache. mustaches. <laughs> like it was you know like, like soft hair. Pedro, right? <laughs> yeah, like they were just not cute. And so that's kind of a moment for me specifically where I was like, okay, I need to put, I need to invest in to myself to be able to project whoever I want to be. Mm-hmm. Was it the most positive image in my head? I don't think so, but I think that's when I started you know, being me. Um, as I moved forward, I graduated high school. Um, I started going to the gym. Um, when I first started reaching out to the gay community to maybe hook up or anything, it wasn't until after high school. I was going on Adam for Adam or I was going, I was even using like those, oh God, this is embarrassing, but I was using like one of those, um, those like toll-free numbers to meet singles <laughs> just to meet men because I literally, I didn't have an outlet. I didn't have any gay friends. I didn't have any gay uncles. I didn't have any gay family. I didn't know where to go. And mm-hmm. my sources were limited. So I resorted to that. And I remember meeting up with a couple guys from there and they weren't as fortunate looking as me, but I knew that I had some sort of pull with men, whether mm-hmm. it be a, I don't want to say this mean, but like looking cute or being well endowed. <laughs> like it, I've always been popular with boys, I feel like, mm-hmm. regardless. And so um, I think growing up into from like the teenagehood to like maybe my 20s, um, I knew that I had some sort of worth, but I didn't know what it was. And then once I started hanging out with more men who were more muscular, masculine. I think that's when I started going into the gym. I wanted to look like them because I feel like that's that's what was most, that's what I was attracted to. So I figured maybe that's what I will attract. Mm-hmm. Um, and so- Well, that's I, fair. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think it's self-absorbed necessarily to say, hey, like this is what I perceive as attractive. So that's what I want to reflect. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, yeah, totally. I hope so, regardless. Well, everybody has their own, like, journey, you know, like... That's... That's, yeah. At some point, I I think the question is, like, why do we strive to look good? You know, what's our ultimate goal? Like, why do we want that? You know, like... I mean, as for for myself, like... Yeah. you, You say, like, you grew up skinny and uh, feeling lanky or whatever. Like, I mean, I grew up, like, on the opposite side of the spectrum where I grew up being chubby and um, I mean I never really had uh, any traumatic experiences as a kid for being chubby because I was never like I don't know bullied or ridiculed or whatever for it Um, I also like I felt like I had like friends and like I was you know like I want to say like popular in the sense that like I had a lot of friends in school and like um, really good relations relationships with like other people but you know, once you grow up and you get older and you start to kind of like get the uh, um, re- start to realize that 
your, your, your physical attributes matter to other people and you're going to be judged for them. They contribute to your life. They contribute to your life, exactly. And so that's when I started to, you know, kind of think like, hey, maybe like I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here because yeah. of the way I look. Um, so uh, by the time I was 18, uh, when I graduated, I remember when, right when I graduated high school, me and my friends, we used to, we went like that summer, we used to um, like drink and then like eat like fast food all the time. And I remember like the summer after graduating high school, like I was the unhealthiest I ever was. Like I, I was like a 36 size like waist pants and like it was tight where, where I was like, Okay, these are not fitting anymore. Like, I'm going to have to go into, like, a 37 uh, or 8 or whatever. Yeah. A 38. And so, that was, like, the the straw that broke the camel's back. 38. The, the, like, when, the, like, the when I had to size. go up to the 38. Uh, um, and then, that's when I realized, I was like, I need to uh, turn my shit around. Yeah. You know? And, um, and so, I, I remember at that point, I asked my mom to kind of help me lose weight because at that point she was uh she was uh pregnant and she um no she had been pregnant like uh, a year before or whatever and uh or a couple of years before actually and um she went on a on a very strict diet because she could get diabetes from the pregnancy so they put her on this like very kind of strict uh, diet yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that um was everything was portion control yeah. and she even after her pregnancy and all of that like she uh kept doing that because it was good for her yeah so then i was like hey like um can you like help me by you know cooking stuff like that for me and so she did and um i think it was like for like, a good like six months that we were doing this and then um it took me like a year to go from like the 36 to like a the 32 or yeah. whatever you know and then um It was, it was like a struggle bus year for sure because it was like you have to like starve a lot or yeah. you have to like be hungry and like unhappy and yeah. like not eating all the bullshit that you want to eat, especially being Mexican. You yeah, know? I can imagine. Um, but eventually like I, I went, I, I got skinnier or whatever. Um, and then you would think like, oh, like that's like the, the that's happy the ending or whatever. But like it never really is a happy ending because like now like I feel like my whole life has been sort of like trying to not get back to that Those point habits. to well get back to that point where i was where i felt horrible yeah. about myself um and it never leaves me and it, it never ends you know it's always like that's always in the back of my mind where like i don't want to go back to that well if you, you become know? that it'll be fine i mean yeah but like it will like i okay. won't hang out with you <laughs> so no, just kidding <laughs> I, i i never forget never forget this one time that uh, after i had lost weight and like i had a friend from high school who we grew up in the same circles and stuff like that and so um he saw my weight loss like situation and he told me that um he when he was in high school he he was chubby like as a kid but then when he was in high school he joined um some sport i think it was water polo and he said he got skinny from being in water polo and working out and all of that but then after water polo or like he graduated from high school or whatever he like gained all the weight back oh and he said sucks. like to me he's like Nothing feels worse than realizing that you've sort of let yourself go after you That's had already true. achieved something that you wanted to your whole life. Yeah. And it, it, it like always stuck with me, you know, like I, I never want to be in that mindset where I'm like, damn, like, why did I allow myself to get back in this? Get back, get back to that point. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think that you can definitely relate, not just specifically on weight loss, but like 
just anything in general like you reach a moment where you feel this euphoria about just feeling good about yourself and what you've achieved and then you get distracted with some simple distraction or temptation to do something and you go back into bad habits or that cycle of bad habits it's very easy to just you know say fuck it i'm gonna get tacos every night i'm getting cheese fries getting cheese um, fries. <laughs> so that's i mean i'm glad that you went through that journey you look amazing oh i look amazing too oh. i'm just gonna cling to that but um <laughs> we look amazing and i think that moving forward we can just at least give ourselves some reinforcements about how great we look um, and by amazing, like I think it's mostly feeling okay with how you look, you know, and content. Um, you know, like for example, like what is your current state of, you know, your body image? Like I feel like it's definitely a positive body image that I have for myself. Growing up, I feel like my my parents, my parents gave me. I'll just say parents, but because it's mostly one than the other. But my parents, I feel like. In, set up a type of body image that a man should have that's a masculine type of man not specifically muscular or anything but you definitely have to be burly you have to look like a man you have to talk like a man you have to have men mannerisms it's it's mannerisms 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 and so it's definitely like that i think I come from a Mexican heritage. My mom and just all of Mexico, I think, has grown up like watching telenovelas. And the heroes in telenovelas are these like chiseled Mexicans who look Anglo-Saxon. Is that, I don't even know if I'm even saying that right. Anglo. Anglo. I don't Is know. I think Anglo. Anglo-Saxon. Like... They look fucking like white Germans from I don't know where. Yeah, novelas are very racist in the way that like... Colorist. You know, three quarters of Mexico is like darker skin people, and like everybody in the TV is like white skin. Todos son mayates con el pinche nopal en la frente, <laughs> and I'm I'm proud to be part of that heritage. My, of like it's it's proud, but I think a lot of um, growing up was definitely like that. For me now, as as a man, I think I don't. I, I feel like I've done certain things, or I've lead a lifestyle to be part of that image in, mm-hmm. in in mexico like they want muscular masculine looking men and i feel like i look like that i definitely feel like i look like that but i also feel like i talk like a sissy <laughs> so i have like a very feminine voice or i i have feminine mannerisms and i'm proud of that like i think that that's something that we need to be okay with and be that's a positive body image of myself like i think that we should not be looked down so i have a body positive body image of myself i hate my legs to this day i will say that i think that that's my downfall and i do think that i suffer a little bit from body dysmorphia because i you know you look a certain way growing up you think of yourself a certain way growing up i sometimes i even think of myself as a twink just because of like my mannerisms of the way that i think and i'm like oh my god i'm a twink but I'm a 34-year-old man with love handles, and it's perfectly fine. And I think that they're attractive fucking love handles. So for me specifically, I have a body, a positive body image of myself with flaws. That's where I'm at. Right. What about you? I mean... Um, <laughs> How do you feel? At this point, it's just like coming to terms with the like insecurities and being... Um, content and proud of what you achieve, yeah. not what you can't change or you can't like 
you know, do anything about. Yeah. Um, because if, if I got stuck on like my insecurities, then I would never really sort of be okay with presenting myself. You're anywhere. stuck at a level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I feel like I have a finally like a good body image, um, after being sort of like very like insecure, um, I don't know, like throughout all my twenties, for example, you know, like, like I said, when I lost this weight and like the process of a year, it, that's like a, it like transforms your body, but then your brain doesn't really transform at the same time. Exactly. Your brain is still kind of stuck in a, in a, in a place and your body is now different. So like, it takes a lot longer for the brain to change to catch up. and to catch up. Um, so that's something that I guess you always struggle with like uh, like i i guess i'll i i always feel like a like a fat kid what you know? percent have you catched up are you like <laughs> at a 70 or 80 percent because i feel like i feel that same way think like that same way i remember when i first started the gym and i was a lanky skinny 150 paint like pound guy and i always wanted to be this like huge mark Wahlberg looking fucking guy like i always wanted muscles and although like i feel like i've achieved some of that like i don't look like mark Wahlberg, but i still feel like i've achieved some sort of goal to that to me i still feel like i'm at a 70 percent fulfilled or maybe like at a 80 percent. i wouldn't even go that high like more like 75 percent <laughs> like fulfilled but I, i'm at a five i'm at a five but i <laughs> but i feel like even in my 20s that percentage was like 15% and I well I don't think you'll ever be happy like I mean I mean I don't think you'll ever be like <laughs> I'm at 100% well we're, <laughs> you know? we're just going home <laughs> right um it's just like for example um when I was like chubby I wanted to be skinny and I, w- I would look at somebody who was skinny and I would be like I, if I look like that, I would be so happy, you know? And then I, like, managed to, like, get you got skinny, skinny eventually. Yeah, no, but you got skinny. And then I would look at somebody who was, like, all maybe, like... I mean, I don't even want to say muscular because I don't really, like, want to be muscular. Yeah. But somebody maybe, like, just thicker. toned yeah. or, like, with, like, a different body, body shape that was more attractive to me at that point. I'd be, like... If I was that, I would be happy, yeah. you know? And it's just like, maybe when I'm, if I was to achieve that, I would probably look at somebody else and be like, oh, like if I was looking like that, I would be happy. So you we're know? just chasing it, like unreachable goals is basically what we're, well. Well, I mean, that's, that's, well, that's you what were the back problem then. can, that's what the problem can be, you know, where um, you're always looking or comparing yourself You're always to trying to people. better yourself into a moment where like, Maybe it might be un, like unreachable, but I, I think it's. I think that's what's. That, I think that's what defines a healthy body positive. I think, a healthy positive body yeah. image is not necessarily being someone that you will never be, but being the best person that you can be in general. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like as long as you feel like, hey, I worked out for you know a month and like I dieted like well and um at least i feel confident about what i achieved at this point yeah you know and i'm being the best that i can be yeah um and not and, and be proud about that and not like beating yourself up for not being something that you can't be what you're not yeah no I and that's that. sort of where i guess my current state of body image is um it's just trying to be better than i was like last year or the year before or whatever and um and also not feeling like i've let myself go you know and i also don't want to like stress myself too much over like am i 
pumping enough fucking weight at the gym? Am I starving enough? Can I have that burrito this weekend or not? Um, And go ahead, have the burrito. The only pumping uh, that I should be worried about is the pump and dumps. (laughs) (laughs) But at the gym specifically. But um, I think that, that, yeah, I think we should definitely strive to have the mentality of being the best selves that we can be as opposed to being someone that maybe we weren't meant to be. So what are some uh, specific insecurities that you feel like you've had to deal with? Um, Obviously my legs. I feel like that's my biggest thing. I have a lot of insecurities. I, I there's, there's a lot of things that I would definitely maybe not, that I would change or I wish I, I wouldn't change, but there's just things that I feel uncomfortable with. One thing is my, my legs. I think that once I started working out or once I reached that moment where like I wanted to work out, I focused so much on having big arms and nice shoulders and a nice back. And I never went for legs. And I probably should have spent more time on legs. So now I feel like I'm lopsided. But that's probably my body dysmorphia. I ha- I will say this, 2021 has been my year for my legs. Like I feel very confident about my legs. They're not where I want them to be, but I definitely see the struggle. Not the struggle, but I definitely see the progress that I've put into my legs. Okay. Because I remember starting off I don't know, like maybe 10, 12 years ago when I first started going to the gym and I first picked up like a weight and I was like, I was like curling 15 pounders and I'm like, you know, trying to get a fucking like muscle to pop out of my arm. I feel like when I reach that moment with my arms is what I'm reaching this year with my legs. And though they're not where I want them to be, I definitely feel like they're definitely getting better. But my legs is like my biggest insecurity. Another random ridiculous insecurity that I have is the the shape of my head. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> and it's not even like the shape of like the shape of my head, like my face. It's more like the shape of my head in the back. Okay. Because Oh, I've noticed that like when I've had like videos to like take it from the back, I'm like, what the hell is like that? <laughs> who that? Like who the fuck is that? Literally. No, I like I even I, I have a couple cousins and I usually like I usually I I have complimented some of my cousins because on the back of their head on the back of their head <laughs> because they have a nice nice niche. cranium bro it has like a nice like curvature to it well. and even my mother says that when I was you a got baby. good head <laughs> she got a nice head look at her head look at her head that's a nice head <laughs> look at the curve of the head um. But even my mother, when she when I complained to her about this, she's like, "Well, when I was giving birth to you, you did get stuck." Ah! You. Like, and I'm like, "Bitch!" <laughs> so yeah, you mean the flattening of the back of my head right. is due to yeah. So the doctor was like pressing down on your head. He's gonna come out. I think he's gonna come out. I think that's why I get headaches nowadays oh, as an no. adult. But no, the back of my head is just runs flat. Oh. So when I get a fade and I'm like, hey, can I get like a skin fade? And I go to the barber and he goes above like my ear in the back. Oh. I feel like it just looks flat. And I it just, I look like the black guy from, what's the Nickelodeon? Um, oh, uh, uh, Doug? Not Doug. The other one with the football head. 
Oh, that yeah, of course, of course. Uh, that's what I was actually thinking. Arnold, Arnold. Arnold. But I look like him. You know how he has like a round cheeks yeah. and then like the back. Yeah, like that's how I feel like. And so, so the back of your head is great for taking notes. Like, <laughs> bend over. I think it's good for a lot of things. But, a nice um, table. <laughs> but I that's a that's an that's a ridiculous insecurity that I feel. About. That's funny. It's funny. And my nostrils, my nostrils are a little bit lopsided. One of them is bigger than the other. And. I used to be called the pig nose when I was in elementary school because my nose was just, it points up. Oh. <laughs> it points up instead of pointing down. But it's not really an insecurity now because I love my nose. Yeah, I mean, that's not something I've ever, uh, I don't know, thought about, like, looking at you or whatever. My teeth is something that I'm definitely insecure. And I think that's it. I don't... I hate to have such a short list, but my love handles, too. <laughs> I hate my love handles. And my butt. I wish I had a bigger butt, but that's it. Wow, what, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, um, I mean, along the years, what has popped up in my mind that I've been... I mean, I definitely, like, I've always felt like I could not get my arms to, like, grow big, despite how much I worked out. Um, it's just, I don't know, like, they don't get, like, they don't pop out, like, the muscles or whatever, despite how much I, like, do weights and all of that, so... It always kind of bummed me out. I was like, you know, I feel that maybe my lower body is a little bit more defined, but like my arms and my chest just doesn't really get there. And maybe I'm not doing enough. And I also maybe don't care about it that much. Same <laughs> but like, I feel like there have been moments or periods of time in my life where I have dedicated a lot of effort to try and like, you know, have like nice toned arms or whatever, and it just doesn't happen, you know? And maybe like they are more toned than if I didn't work out at all, but it just doesn't feel like enough for the amount of effort I've put into it, yeah. you know? Um, also like after like, uh, I guess losing all that weight when I was like a teenager, um, and it was like in a period of a year, you get stretch marks from like losing weight, you know? So as a younger, like right after all that happened in like my early 20s or whatever, I was insecure because all of a sudden I had stretch marks that I didn't have before and I felt like they shouldn't be there. I felt like maybe I didn't really know about like what that was or whatever. So it just felt like some sort of um, uh, something that I needed to be embarrassed about. Yeah. Um, so I was very insecure about that when I was uh, in my 20s because I just felt... I don't know, I felt like it was um, unfortunate and like I shouldn't, like I, I, I should not show that or hide it or whatever. Like if I went to a pool party and took my shirt off, which um, in my like 20s, I definitely hated do, having to do or Same. whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and then eventually I just realized that other people also have them and like a lot of people have them and you know, if somebody cares, then that's their problem, not your problem. I have stretch marks too. I have stretch marks on my knees though. Oh, I never saw that. <laughs> I never noticed they're that. They're really small. They're not like oh. prominent, but... But yeah, it's just like something that like, it happens, I guess, naturally. And then you feel very... Um, and you can't do nothing about it, you know? And then you feel very insecure about it. Um, but then you realize that there's other people who also have them and 
They have you, worse ones. You don't care. Like, I mean, <laughs> wait, what? They have worse ones. And so. I mean, sure. And like, I mean, when I see somebody and like they have stretch marks, like I don't it's think any deal. less or more of them for it, you know? Yeah. So then that's kind of how my brain process and whatever thought process went about it. I was like, okay, if, if that's how it applies to them, then that's how it should apply to me, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, at this point, it is what it is, you yeah. know? And, and, um, what would, something, what, is there something you would change about yourself right now? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, also like um, trying to like grow like a nice like chest or whatever. Like, I wish I did have like a, a a nicer chest, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just not that like I don't put that much importance into, nice. for example, trying to have like a super defined chest because as long as I don't feel um, terrible about myself, then I'm okay. Yeah. You know, as long as I feel okay and like healthy and as long as I don't have to like go up a size in clothes um, because I just let myself go and I've been eating like shit all week and like um, now I'm at a worse place than where I was like last month, then I'm okay. Does this ever happen to you? Um, so when I'm feeling skinnier and I think I, I am skinny, I think because I am skinnier, um, I go to bed and I'll I mean, I, I sleep with t-shirts on. I know that you sleep naked, so you probably can't relate to this problem. But I <laughs> I will go to bed, like, maybe during the summer, and I'll fall asleep. And then, like, I'll wake up the next morning. And my t-shirt's all the way down. It's perfectly down, all the way down. But then, anytime after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is probably the mark when I will go to sleep and I'll wake up and I'll literally feel like Mariah Carey in that <laughs> meme because my t-shirt will be hiked up over my belly. <laughs> and it's literally like, it's, I think that's, that's not an insecurity, but it's, I even literally woke up this morning and I took a, like a snapshot of Mariah Carey's picture because I was like, wanted to post a meme about it, but that's how I feel sometimes. And it makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not working out enough, or maybe whatever. But at this point, well, yeah, like, do I, you I get like, that? Do you get the over the belly t-shirt moment? Well, I go through phases. Like there are phases where, or periods of time where I'm being more, you know, careful about my my habits, my my diet, and all of that. And then there are periods of time where I'm just less careful about that. And um, I guess at this point in my life is just about balancing, you know, because um, I I, I've, I've uh, realized that I'm never going to be that person that is dedicated like full time, like whole life to being some sort of fitness kind of like conscious person who, I don't know, is going to have like abs and all of that. Like, that's just not me and it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I guess I could try and make it happen at some point, but do I really want to? Like, it sounds like too much struggle, it's a lot of work, too much effort. And, um, and I feel like my struggle and my efforts can go into other things that I care more about, yeah. you know, and if I don't get some, you know, hot person pay attention to me because I'm not as hot as what they wish or what they want in their life then that's fine, you know? Um, and I feel like that's usually a lot of the times what drives people's, uh, uh, I don't know, dedication to looking good is acceptance, you know, from, from other from people. From other people. Um, yeah. And that's fine. Like, we all want to be, you know, accepted and we all want to be celebrated for 
what we do, how we do it, how we look, and all of that. I feel like you're coming for me with that statement, <laughs> and I will totally 100%. I, for me, I, I grew up with someone, or I grew up thinking that images matter, and what people think of you matter. Like, the image that you portray matter. Like, regardless of what who you are, like, it just... If you present yourself as a clean person, you're gonna be a. You're, people are gonna think you're a clean person. If you present yourself as an athletic person, people are gonna think you're athletic. It's sad because some people are just not even athletic. I mean, you have so many substances out there that help you look a certain way, and it's just you, there's a lot of factors that you know go into it, and it's just an image of who they are. It doesn't mean that they're a hundred percent that person. I mean, a hundred. A lot of times they are, but a lot of times I feel like they're not either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but for me, I like I remember when I first started going to the gym, I was just like, I want to look good. I want to be masculine. I want to be buff. I want big muscles. I want big arms. And I wasn't even like now that in my 30s, I'm like, fuck, I, I focus so much on trying to look so much like a masculine top. And I forgot to work out on my ass. And so I don't look like a bottom. And I feel like a lot of people look at me and they're like, oh, he's. He's a hot top and I'm like but I actually like to bottom too and they're like well you don't have the ass for it so I'm just like great yeah I can arch my back this much is this not so it's just it, for me images matter and it's just it just sucks that some people were conditioned to to think that about it you know what I mean well it's, it's like human nature you know like everybody sees and everybody makes a quick snap judgment about what they're seeing and if they like it I'm well, judged by my cover every day, and my cover everybody is, is I guess. Chacal, apparently. Chacal. So, chacalón. Chacalón, chacalito. <laughs> I literally like, want to open my OnlyFans account to be like, El Chacalito. Welcome to ASMR Minute with Esteban and Ricardo. That was ASMR Minute with Esteban and Ricardo. Okay, so speaking about, you know, striving to look good and expanding on it, why do you think we uh, strive to look good? You know, like, what is the end goal? What's the point of it? Bigger eggplants. Bigger eggplants. in all sincerity, I figured that if I looked muscular, other muscular people would be into me. Um, and that I think that was my main focus when I first started going to the gym. Mm-hmm. As time went on, yeah, I got, I got it. I got what I wanted. But at the same time, even now, if I don't go to the gym for 
three days, even four days. I feel like I, it, I'm, it's out of whack. Like I just conditioned myself to go to the gym because I think it's just a healthy thing to do. It's my me time. I, I don't just work on my physical self, but I definitely work on like my, my emotional self. I think about my day. I think about what I'm going to do the next day. I think about what I'm going to eat, what I did yesterday. There's I'm texting with people. I mean, it's me time. It's time to focus on myself. Um, so for me to not when I when I go to the gym to strive to be someone, it's not even to try to. It's not that I'm striving to be someone else or something something it's just who i am i'm trying to better myself i'm trying to be the best self that i can be which just sounds corny but well i think that's a bunch of bullshit well <laughs> i'm just kidding um no very that i mean you know like <laughs> on the very surface level it's always like i want to look good because i want attention because i want to be complimented because I want my peers to not be like, oh, hey, girl, you're looking thicker today. But for them to be like, you're looking, you know, maybe slimmer or maybe like healthier or whatever. Like, you look so that's, skinny. Huh? That's all part of the equation. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's it's kind of embarrassing to have to like um, accept and, and, you know, just say that because it sounds so like self-absorbed. It know? is. But honestly, like. If no one else is going to do that for you, who is going to do that for you yeah. at all? You but then I mean? there's also like the traumas of uh, like growing up chubby and feeling that, you know, getting anywhere close to that would be a failure, you no. know, w would be uh, a failure on the efforts that I've made to, to get away from that. Um, so that plays a lot into it. And... Um, why else do I strive to look good? Um, I think also now at this point in my life, like when you think about like at some point uh, soon, you're going to be 50, you're going to be 60. Soon, <laughs> bitch. I'm like not even that old. I was, I was 20 not too long Turn ago. Turn the microphone off. We're not scared. I was 20 not too long ago and I'll be 50 in not too long in the future, you know? So... It's just like you start to think, to think about that and, and then you, I also realize, um, hey, I need to like kind of take care of myself now because I don't want to get to that point in life and just be like a disaster. What's you your know? scary age? Like where, what, what age do you think that you'll be like, fuck? <sighs> fuck. I've never really thought about that, but um, and I don't really want to think about it in those terms. You know, I don't want to think about it like a scary age. Um, I want to embrace uh, all, all the possibilities of any age, but maybe like 60. <laughs> That's my 70. Well, 70? Si 70. If I reach 60, I'll be like, fuck. Seven, reach... 70, 70, I think 70 would be scary for me just because it's... Because you feel like you're about to die. Literally. What the fuck am I going to do at 70? Like, what the fuck am I going to do then? <laughs> like, what the fuck am I going to do at 70? Like, I'll probably... Ha I mean, you look at... I, we don't, you know, and maybe that's maybe a different issue, but you don't see many actors or male actors at 70 looking that good. I mean, Clint Eastwood, maybe. Well, you don't see nobody looking good at The 70. fucking Tiger King. I don't know how old is he, but he's looking about a haggardly 80 years old and he's <laughs> bringing some boys in, but he's got money. So I really have to, yeah. But now in order for us to strive to look younger, than what we are. Do you have a skin regimen? 
to you? Um, uh, I mean, I, you know, the older I get, and I have, a, I guess, I have a, a story that's very related to this, and I look back at that story and I just laugh about it. Um, when I was, I think I was like 19 at this time. Um, you know, young gay, out in the town, recently skinny, I think I was 20, um, recently skinny, just living my best life. I need a t-shirt. Recently skinny. <laughs> recently skinny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and so, so I, I don't know, I had this, this guy in, that I used to hook up with, and he was like in his 30s. I forget like how old exactly, but he was 30 something. Um, and then one time... I mean, we hooked up many times, but one time where I like spent the night yeah. um, and he was getting ready to go to bed and he was doing his like serious. nighttime routine and um, he was in his bathroom and like I was like in the bed and you could see the bathroom because it was like right next and I could see him like putting like one like cream on his face and then he would open another bottle and he put another cream on his face uh -huh. and then like he did like several like steps to this like face routine Layers you know? and then I just thought it was funny and I was looking at him and and then my little like snarky little 19 year old was like how many faces do you have <laughs> And then he just looked at me and he laughed and he was like, wait till you're in your 30s. And I was, and, and you know, in my mind at that point, I didn't, I just laughed about it. But looking back at that moment, I just now realized like what he meant, you know, and how maybe like, I don't know, ignorant or, or just whatever, like, what a bitch you were. I at that point. <laughs> what a bitch you were. I and mean, it's true, you know, like, um, we say things a lot, but we say things more freely when we're younger than when when we're not. And I think, hundred percent, we think we learn things as we age. But well, now I'm putting on my lotions, and I'm like, how many faces do I have? You can know? you paint a better <laughs> picture for me? Was he wearing a jockstrap? Mm, he was like this um, Jewish New York daddy, very hairy in San Diego, nice thick chest. Uh. Nice, thick, everything. Um, I'm here, bro. I was, I was living my best skinny life. I'm, he I'm living for that Van Gogh moment you just put, painted in my picture. Uh, in my face. He was a hot Jewish, thick daddy. What is it about Jewish men? I think it's the, it's the nose that gets me into it because they usually have a like a bold nose. Like it's just like it's thick. It's, it's there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, can I sit on that nose? Um, but. A couple, what, what are your positive features that you see in yourself? I and mean, if they don't have to be, like, maybe, they don't even have to be physical features. Because, you know, healthy image about yourself doesn't have to be physical. If, you know, you feel good about yourself, it could be literally anything. If you're fucking smart, I'd be fucking... Well, it's all, you know, what gives you confidence? And yeah. like confidence to, I don't know, present yourself and stand in front of... People, people, and and feel okay, and not, I don't know, embarrassed or ashamed or insecure or whatever. Um, as far as like physical attributes, I guess I feel good about. I really like 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 our skin color. You know, I, I appreciate. Like, I mean, we have like a similar <laughs> skin color. You know, I like my skin color. I'm darker, first of all. No, Are you? No, bitch. No, we're similar. No, we're similar. Yeah, like I like I like my skin color. I feel like it's a it's a a positive attribute. But you is. know, I I like the I don't know the warmth of it. I I like it. Um, no. And I like it on other people too. And obviously, I like white, pale people too. There's They're nothing horrible. wrong with that. No, también, también pálidos los desgraciados. No. no. <laughs> I mean, uh, if history, if history has anything to say, I appreciate 
the paler skin tones. Um, but but I, I, I appreciate that. I like that uh, about myself. I also like maybe like the level of hairiness I have. I, I feel that it's 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 nice and yeah, my hairy, hairy chest yeah. and hairy arms and legs and stuff like I appreciate that um, um, and I don't know like maybe like my legs because they're kind of like nicely defined and like muscular you have amazing or legs I hate you for your legs but I do love your legs your legs are like the best legs ever like they're just and, so I like that. Hold and on. include your like skin color because it makes them look more toned. Right. It's even better. So right. I don't want to like blow your head up. They're fucking ugly. <laughs> like telling me <laughs> more things. Um, specifically for me, I love my lips. I love my lips. I yeah. fucking love my lips. <laughs> <laughs> I have some DSLs, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, people will say, "What that mouth do, bitch?" You follow me home and I'll show you what my that, that mouth do. It'll probably like snap you in half because I oh. talk a lot of shit. But um, <laughs> I love my hair. I, I, I like the fact that I'm a 34-year-old man and I have a full set of hair. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's another thing I've, I've thought about at some point or another that I'm like, well, at least I'm not balding, I guess. No shade to anyone that we know that's balding, but I like my I like my muscular stature that I have. I love my muscles. I love my arms. I love my clavicle. This bone right here yeah. is so good when Not I wear like a, when I wear tank tops, and the color of my skin just shimmers right off that yeah. fucking clavicle. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but like I do. I there's a lot of things that I like about myself. But I I very, I'm very grateful and blessed and appreciate my genes. Um, one of the things is the, the skin tone that yeah. I have. No, I remember like this, this happened like maybe like, like a year ago or something like that. Um, and I was, uh, we were, you were there and I don't know if you remember this moment, but I don't recall some, we were hanging out with like a few people. And then this one person, um, I was wearing like, I don't know, like some shorts and this like flowy, like button up t-shirt and like. Um, I don't know, I like lotioned up or whatever and we were like under the sun and I was like glistening. Hey, yeah. He was like, oh my God, like you're just giving me the full like fantasy right now. You're just like glistening in the sun. Ah. Like, da, da. And I was like, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all night. Hello, <laughs> by Jango, thank you. You can find it at your nearest Macy's or Nordstrom's. Or Rite Aid. Or Rite Aid, it's probably Rite Aid. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think to have a positive body image of yourself you definitely have to focus on the positives that we all have um yeah celebrate the positives and um i don't know don't pay too much mind to things that you cannot change and don't care about what other people think about literally them. don't it's it'll be fine so is there is there um certain things that you want to keep working on yourself for the future or at this moment that you're like, okay, I need to focus on this and I wish this was better and this is what I'm gonna do about it. My ass can never get big enough. So I think that that's something that I would really like. Are you doing the right ass workouts? I, I well, Probably, because there's different types of asses out there. And I think that we could have, like, a whole other episode. Wait, on... there's asses that are well, different than well, you two have butt like cheeks a, and one butthole? You have, like, a big, lumpy, like, just, you know, you, they spread their legs and, like, the ass cheeks are still, like, somehow overflowing oh. the muscle of their, like, quads. Like, oh. that's... I don't think that I'll ever get that. Well, you have asses that are wide. You have asses that are tall. You have, you have asses that are both, and you have asses that are none. They're like little. <laughs> Do you know what a long bo- long back bottom is? No. 
<laughs> I think so. I think, yeah, I remember the person who showed me about the long back bottom is a bottom who just doesn't work their ass out because it's just a long back. Oh, <laughs> like a surfboard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuck with to me. Um, I don't. Did somebody tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, they told me that they were. We were. I think we were at. We were at a bar in San Diego here, and and I think there was this cute guy, and I was like, oh, he's so cute, and he's like, yeah, but he's like a long back bottom, and I was like. Is that like a fucking like a bottom with no ass? Like, a, is that like a football position, long back bottom? Like, I don't know what the fuck that is. And he explained to me. He's like, well, he's like muscular and everything, but he doesn't do any leg workouts and he has no ass, so his uh-huh. t-shirt just, uh-huh. you know, what I mean? there's no like. Well, I mean, everybody has their priorities, and maybe don't... you just wanna be uh, big chested, big arm <laughs> man. But you won't be a bottom though. You'll be a long back bottom. You'll be a big chested bottom. I feel like just with anything, you need to have balance. So if you're gonna like blow up on the top, you need to balance the bottom too. You you're know? coming for me again <laughs> for the third time in this episode. I think this is an insecurity that you have. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. No, but I think I I am very I'm very content with with what with what I was given. I was gonna say with what God gave me, but it's what baby Brittany gave me. And I'm very happy with what I was given. And um, Thank I you, baby Brittany, it. for the gifts that you have bestowed upon us. Yeah. Um, the good arms, the broad shoulders, the mysterious dark. No, it's mysterious tall and dark, or tall, mysterious and dark. I don't know, but I'm very happy with my looks. And Thanks. although I wasn't, I wasn't always there, um, but I am very happy with my looks. And I think I'm at 34, I'm very content with who I am and who I've become um, throughout the years. Yeah, I think at this point myself, um, I just want to sort of maintain a stable, um, you know, physical situation where um, I don't let myself go like to a point of where I'm unhappy. But I'm also not um, stressing myself endlessly over what I look like or how I should look like um, and just maintain what I've achieved, you know? It has been like a long time struggle and I go through like phases and roller coaster-ish moments, um, but I just want to maintain what I've achieved and just stay there, you know? And and if I can improve a little bit, like a 1% improvement, then that's already a, a big improvement. We have 2% above everyone else with the skin. So even if we were like, you know, like at a fifty percent, we were at we'd be at a fifty two, and we have really good genes. I have oily skin, which provides this plumpness to my skin. Oh yeah, which you oily have too. Skin. We were so I was out with some friends last night, and of course the two white people, white people that were in that group, of course they attacked me for having oily skin and perfect skin, and I was like, well, it's not my <laughs> fault that I'm Mexican. Um, I think that one of my biggest insecurities now is my dark circles under my eyes. Cause I'll sometimes wake up and I'll have really dark circles. Mm. Um, and I don't know why that is, but as the day progresses, I think blood flows through it and it provides more redness to it and it mm. provides more melanin, melatonin. I don't know what it is. One thing I want to improve is like my chest. Like I keep on like working out my chest and like doing like pumping or whatever, but like it just doesn't get like the definition How that much I are want. You pumping though. 
Bitch, like 300 pounds. Girl, <laughs> I don't believe one, one ounce of those 300 okay, pounds. Okay, 30. No, just okay, kidding. Okay, 30. Um, no, like I'll do like, for example, like uh, a 45 on each side and then the bar, which is already 45 Are itself. you only doing white set or are you doing like clothes, middle, and wide? Because there's a difference, girl. Right. Uh, no, I'll do like the, the, the wide. The wide. But then I'll do um, uh, other workouts that are like uh, clothes sets. Um, like there's this machine at the gym where like your hands are pretty close to each other yeah. as you're pushing up, you know, so that it works out like a different part of your chest. Yeah. And I'll do the incline bench, which works like the, the, the lower part or whatever. Um, probably like the part that like I just cannot like get like a definition on is like the outside chest part. It's all it's all flying. It's just like it's literally I've flies. done endless flies. Like a bitch, I've been flying and it just does not <laughs> work out. Kaya is like, Kaya, I got so high, I got. I'm Aww. singing the wrong song. But <laughs> no, but do flies. If you do flies, I think 100% though, like there's, I think that we all leave a, a, we all get to a moment where we plateau and we can't like push ourselves above that plateau to look, to get the, to get the results that we are looking for because we're just there. But for me specifically is the middle. Like I want that cleavage. Oh, I can, I can I can I can get that. I cannot get the part outside. I can't get this. I can get this. I can get the outside. Okay. Maybe we should work out together. But I I get the inside. I can't get the inside. I wish I had the inside. I wish like there's there's this one guy I used to hook up with, and like his chest was so defined, and there was like a little like like an angle right here, mm -hmm. and it was just so defined. And I was like, can I just take a shot of Patron <laughs> off of your tit? Like it was just so good. I will never get that, but it'll be fine. Um, but it's all flies, girl. Do flies. I, maybe you just need to fly with heavier weights. I just, I can't do it. Like, I just, it, I keep on, like, doing stuff. And, like, I do the open arm, like, workout. I'm calling Dr. Flies. Shapiro right I, now. And he's gonna, he's gonna, he's, I'll have him take a look at your chest. Maybe well, we'll hopefully one day. And if not, then maybe I'll just get some implants. 100%. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. But um, <laughs> Also, another insecurity was my small hands that I always had as an insecurity. My small feet. My hands were really small. And I compare my hands to anybody and they're always smaller. I have feminine hands, so you probably have better. You have so You don't have sausage fingers. No, I mean, I don't mind that. But like, it's just like they're really small. And... Um, they are little, like your, your, let me see, let me, like your, um, yeah, those are fucking tiny. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, like, yeah, I, like they're. I have an extra phalange. A phalange what the hell is, is a phalange? A, phal a phalange is like the little, like, so this is a phalange, this is a phalange, and this is a phalange. You have an extra one? No, we all have three bits. Oh. Look at your middle finger. So. Oh, you mean you have one more than I do? Or yeah, whatever. well, it looks like it, but <laughs> no, I'm sure you do. Right, but, right, right. My, um, I don't know if this was called a phalange. Uh, yeah, so this is a phalange, this is a phalange, and this is a phalange. So, like, they're all phalanges. Um, I'm insecure about my small feet. I remember watching Friends and Joey going to, I can't remember whose weddings, but... I think it was Ross's and Emily's wedding, and it's sad that I know so much specific details about this because they literally didn't have a life back then. But I used to watch this, and Joey had small feet, and he had an eight, but I have a nine and a half. And you know what they say with guys with big feet is supposedly the bigger the feet, the bigger the sock. Mm. And so I obviously had really small socks. I just want to say that my sock is not that small. They're so baggy on my feet 
but it's a misconception. I yeah no 100. There's no science to it. I don't know if there is, but another thing I, I it's probably an old wives' tale or something. She's a stupid wife. People say like, oh, like if you have a big nose, that means you have a big sock. I too. Or... I mean, some of those fucking Jewish people with those noses. Oh, um, well, yeah, well, we'll just work on our insecurities and hopefully 10 years from now, we'll have a, we'll have a, a Sunday come down anniversary about our body images. And I don't know, I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years, 44. Do you think you'll be content with what you look like at 44? <laughs> I'm going to be the sexy muscle daddy I've, I've always wanted to be. Do you have any gray hairs yet? Oh yeah, I have some gray hairs like on the side of my head, um, right here on the like above the the ear part, um, which I kind of like. I'm I'm okay with it. Like I'll be looking forward to embracing all of that. It's, I only have one. I don't even know where it's at, but there's one. Oh, and in my beard too. But like I always keep it real short so you can't tell. Yeah, don't let it grow on too much. I like it. I like it when it's. I saw this guy. Um, I think it was. I don't know, yesterday or something. I think it was yesterday. Um, I was driving and he was just on the street, but like I saw his like gray hair. It was like on the side of his head, but it was it was very prominent, but like it was like a almost like a stripe or whatever, like the way it was growing out. And it looks so cool. Like I was like, if I can have that, then I'll be fine. I was would embrace. Cute? No, he was he was handsome and he was like well dressed. So like it went it went very well with the it's whole very look. Aesthetic you know? I can looking. imagine him being looking all haggard and like looking all not cute but like the way he put himself together um i appreciated it and i i thought it was like a like a plus instead of like a detriment so you could put yourselves together also like body image pos positive body image probably includes some sort of like i don't know hygienic self wash um, your ass wash your ass wash <laughs> under your nails on that note our glasses are empty and I think it's about time to wrap it up and thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with us for a whole fucking hour i hope that you took something away from this podcast i'm estevan and this is ricardo and uh thank you for coming to the sunday come down bye guys bye Ooh la 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 la, whipped cream cherry on top, ice cream sweet cocoa puff, tight jeans tropical pop, ooh mama give me a piña colada da da, look at these margarita tatas, look at these margarita tatas.